Welcome to episode two of Beauty and Brokenness. I am so excited to be here with you guys today. I think last week I got all my jitters out and I don't feel as nervous and anxious. So that's a good sign and hopefully I can keep this energy up throughout the episode today. I can't believe it is already February. Well, first, I can't even believe it's already 2023. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. My body still feels as if it's 2020. So every time I go and write the date, I'm like, 2020, oh, let's change that into a three. It's so weird. Like, it, oh my gosh, I can't even like describe how it feels. They say that when you get older, time flies. And I don't know who they is, but they are 100% correct. Because each year that I get older, I'm like, okay, where did time go this year? Where did time go this year? It's so crazy. Ever since I graduated high school, it's all of a sudden I'm 25 and I'm about to have a 10-year high school reunion. It Like, what? It doesn't make sense. It does not make fucking sense at all. I was scrolling on social media, you know, as we all typically do. And I saw someone, it was either a post, a picture. I have no idea, honestly, what it was. I would love to get whomever credit, whoever said this, but it said Feb-U-Ary. So it was spelled F-E-B and then capital Y-O-U and then A-R-Y. So basically saying the month is about you and for you. And I really like that aspect because I feel like we are always so focused on other people and outside circumstances and everything that's happening in the crazy chaotic hectic world that we live in that we hardly ever take time to sit back and reflect on our own selves and our own daily lives and i got the slap in the face reminder this weekend that you know sometimes i can't always do everything and i need to take a step back so that's what i'm doing i don't have to work yesterday, Saturday, or today, Sunday, which two days off I haven't had in weeks. I can't even remember the last time. So I'm just allowing myself to decompress, reevaluate my past week, and just kind of sit down and focus on my upcoming goals that I have this week and just remind myself how important it is to really take time to reset, rest, and reflect because we are so much better people, not only to ourselves, but other people when we take care of ourselves first and show up for ourselves first and then offer a lending hand hand to help people because you can't help people when you are broken down yourself. Trust me, I've tried it time and time again. So I just really think it is important that we all remember just to take time throughout your week to just really rest and reflect. We don't always have to be go, go, go. I know the like grind mode and just hustle culture has really taken over, especially my generation. And I think we're kind of starting to realize that hustling and grinding does not always mean that you have to be go, go, go 24 seven. 
um, as the older generations have kind of taught us and passed us down, we're actually kind of realizing that it's the complete opposite because a lot of times we can do less while making more. And I think that's where my head's at. That's where a lot of Gen Z's at. We're not trying to follow steps that the rest of the country has followed for all these years because clearly that hasn't working out and we are where we are now because of our past and we are trying to just expand the horizon a little bit and really just dive deep into who we are, our passions, what interests us, what creates us, what brings out that creativity and spark in us. It's not rewarding to go to a job every day only to put your heart and soul into that job just for someone else to reap that reward. A lot of my generation and I, we are trying to step outside of our comfort zone and step out of the bubble of what we know is normal. And I think it's just a beautiful thing to see other people my age dipping their toes into what they're passionate about because I love watching other people win. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's the greatest thing ever watching people, especially people close to you who you know who have worked extremely hard to pick themselves up to get them to where they are. It's just, it's incredible. And I wish the best to anyone who is any type of entrepreneur creating their own business, whether that mean you are in the planning stage or the creating stage, you are a newly business owner, you are, you know, you've had your business for years. I just appreciate you. You all are superheroes in your own way. And I think small businesses, in my opinion, are the way to go. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I still shop at corporation stores, but it's really nice and rewarding to be able to purchase something from a small business because you know that person has put their own time, money, dedication, sweat, and tears into that product. And to me, I don't think you can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with watching and helping other people win in life. You will always win when you help other people to get to the top. You will always win. And before I go any farther, I just want to take a quick moment to pause and say happy Black History Month. Okay, anyways, moving forward, let's get into the questions. I actually received a lot of good questions, so thank you everyone for sending me questions. I wanted to let you know that I'm in the middle of creating a questionnaire, so it'll be a lot easier to send in questions in the future. You can do it, do it anonymously. You can send your name, whatever you prefer. Um, I will be creating a questionnaire, and I will link it in my bio so you guys will all have access to it moving forward. So the first question is asking about my morning and night routines. And for my morning routine, the first thing that I always do when I wake up is make my bed. I know it sounds funny, but making your bed is the first task that you can get done for the day. And by making my bed every morning, I feel like I am setting up my day to be successful. In a perfect world, the next thing I would do after making my bed is getting my clothes on and going to the gym and doing a fire ass workout. Does that happen most days? No. Am I working on it? Yes. And 
I have a goal right now to go to the gym five days a week. Some weeks I'm on fire, amazing. I could be there every single day. Other weeks (laughs) I don't go at all. And it's kind of funny the relationship I have with the gym because I love working out. I, I love how I feel. My body feels amazing after. The endorphins just literally excite my soul, help with my mental health so much. But getting myself to the gym is always the hardest part. Always the hardest part. So one thing that I found is a little trick, which has helped me, which I know can help you, is set your clothes out and everything that you need to go to the gym the night before. So if you go to the gym in the morning, like me, for example, before you go to bed, take two minutes out of your night routine, whatever you're doing, get your clothes out, set your AirPods out, headphones out, your water bottle out, like get everything, you know, your shoes, socks, get everything set out. That way, when you wake up in the morning, it's all right there. Boom, 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 done. Versus trying to rush and take an extra 20 minutes out of your morning to get everything together. And then you're in a bad mood. And then you started your day late. And then you have to cut your workout late because you have stuff to do after. And it's just, it's hot mess, hot mess. And we are not going to be hot messes anymore in 2023. We are healing. We are doing everything in our power to set ourselves up for success and not failure. After the gym, I would come back, would, I will come back, shower, do my whole skincare routine. I will get into skincare products in other episodes if you want me to. I honestly, I would probably have to do a whole episode on skincare, hair care, beauty care, because I have really, really stepped up my game, y'all, in the beauty care area. And I don't know if it, that's because I'm surrounding myself for a lot of around a lot of estheticians, hairdressers. I don't know what it is, but it might be TikTok influencing me too. But I've just completely revamped my whole entire skincare, hair care, everything, self-care, everything. So I would love to do an episode about that. Let me know if that would interest any of you because I know some people I would probably bore to death with that. So let me know if you would like to hear it and I would love to do an episode about it. I am very big into the law of attraction. I believe what we put out into this universe comes back to us. If you put good out, good will come back to you. If you put bad out, bad will come back to you. I think how you treat people matters. If you want to be a bitch, don't be surprised when someone's a bitch back. What comes around goes around. The famous phrase, you know, we've all heard it, karma. And journaling, gratitude, and affirmations are such an important part of your day-to-day routine because if you are speaking highly of yourself and speaking positive things into your life, affirmations, you will bring in those positive things in your life. If you are constantly saying, I'm broke, I'm broke, you are speaking into the universe that you are broke, that you have no money. But if you are changing I'm broke to I'm so grateful for what money does to me, money is always coming to me, you will see a shift in dynamics. The universe is so funny because I feel like We all make life harder than it has to be to an extent, to an extent. Don't come for me, y'all, but you know what I'm saying. 
Because sometimes life does not have to be that deep. And I'm a very, very emotional and sensitive person. I blame it on being a Leo, but I'm just, I'm just overly sensitive. That's it. I've accepted it. I've came to terms with it. I'm good. We're good. I love my sensitive self. I, that's just how I am, and I'm okay with it. But sometimes I feel stuff a little too deep, and I have to take a step back and be like, okay, buckle up. Put your big girl panties on. It's not that deep. We are literally spinning extremely fast, floating on a rock in this galaxy. It's not that deep. Trust me. It's the one of the rules I always ask or go by and ask myself is will it matter in five weeks, five months or five years? It usually the answer is no to all of it, but I like doing it to myself and asking myself in the moment because sometimes I just need that hard reality like girl, it's okay. It's okay. My mom always says everything, everything always has a way of working itself out. I used to hate her for saying that because I never believed it. And let me tell you, when I started to actually believe it, not only in her life, but in my life, I really started to reap what that meant. And when I started to shift and change my mindset, my life dramatically changed. Affirmations, you guys, will change your life. What you speak in will be the outcome of the situation that you're in. Wherever you are in your life right now, you can't blame the government, can't blame your neighbor, you can't blame your family, you can't blame your past. The only person you can blame is yourself because what, how we were brought into this world, that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to heal so we can better adapt to ourselves and other people around us. And the minute you start speaking highly into your life, I promise you, you're going to see a dramatic shift of change because the universe doesn't want you to fail. But if you keep telling yourself that and thinking that, sure as shit, it's probably going to happen. If you want to be negative, negative will attract you. But if you want to be positive, positive will attract you. After affirmations, journaling, journaling is, I don't know if it's just because I like writing, but journaling is heavenly to me. It's peaceful. It's putting everything that is stuck inside my head onto pen and paper. And that's an amazing feeling. Journaling is something that they really push in the mental health field. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I've been in the hospital. I've had my take with mental health stuff. I get it. I get it. (laughs) And one thing that they push is mindfulness. And mindfulness can be seen and expressed in many different ways. Like I said, I like doing journaling, gratitude, and affirmations. That can also mean meditating, reading. Mindfulness can be done in many ways. But journaling is something that... Many therapists want their patients to do, if not at least try, because you never know if something works for you unless you try. But journaling is just a sense to get everything that you have stuck inside your head out onto pen and paper. And to be honest, when I journal, it almost feels like a weight 
has been lifted off my shoulders. And if I journal in the morning, because I have journaling in both my morning and night routines, I'll get to it. But in my morning routine, I'll talk about my intentions for the day, how I feel, what's kind of been going on, and anything else I want to get out. And it helps me start my day feeling focused and not rushed. I hate waking up and just jumping into work immediately without giving time to myself to actually create the morning and the day that I want to. So journaling allows me to do that. And lastly, gratitude. Gratitude is so important. If you are not showing gratitude in your life, I highly suggest if you take one thing from this episode, please let it be that. Gratitude does not have to be this whole list or pages after pages of everything that you're grateful for. No, I pick five, I do five bullet points every day. So I write, I am grateful for, semicolon, five dashes, five bullet points. Write five different things that I'm grateful for. They're not long sentences. Sometimes they're just words. It doesn't have to be this whole long list. It can literally be five things in that moment, that day, that you are grateful for. And that's that. And you do that every single day, you will start showing gratitude other ways in your life and not just on pencil and paper. To me, gratitude kind of falls back into like with the law of attraction. Um, like I was saying earlier, I feel like if you are thankful for things and you are aware of what you are thankful for, those things and tendencies tend to start popping up a lot more in your life. For example, I have most of my bills that come out the first of every month. And I always write in my journal on the first of every month, I am grateful that my car payment came out today because I have a car to drive for this month. I am grateful that my car insurance came out today because I have a car to drive this month. And I actually saw this TikTok a couple weeks ago that has recently just really shifted my mindset around money that I want to share with you all. And basically, this person was saying that money is like an exchange. Money is energy. And when we purchase something, we are getting something back in return. So in that exchange, we're not more broke or have less money, we just exchange that amount of money for something that is now our possession, which is energy. So money being an object energy, the thing that we're purchasing object energy, the exchange in between is all of energy. So if you have $1,000 and you go buy something that's $300, instead of saying, well, now I only have $700, Think of it as I still have that money because that money, even though I just spent it, will come back to me in some way, shape, or form. If you are grateful, the universe will be grateful back. I promise you that. So after my bed is made, I got a good workout in, I've done journaling, I've done my gratitude, I've done my affirmations, and I know that sounds like a lot, but honestly, y'all, I could sit down, do my gratitude affirmations and journaling in less than five minutes. Don't don't make it seem like it has to be this big two-hour chunk out of your morning taken out because that, that's not what it is. Everything that I'm telling you 
that I have implement is stuff that I have implemented in my own life and is it has helped me become more successful. After everything, I feel great. I feel like I have started my day serving myself and getting myself ready for the day instead of just jumping into my job right away. And let me be honest with you, that is so, so, so easy for me to do because I luckily have the luxury, which I'm very thankful and grateful for, to be able to work from home. I It's a blessing in disguise. And some days I catch myself rolling out of bed and just jumping straight into work. And those are my really, really, really hard days. But the days where I'm on my A game, I'm feeling great, I'm doing my best, are the days where I wake up, make my bed, get a little workout in me, take a shower, feel clean, get myself nice, sit down, read a book, do my journaling, gratitude, affirmations, meditate. I feel so much better just taking time for myself and putting my energy into myself than putting my energy in into the outside world. And one thing I didn't mention is try not to check your phone in the morning right when you wake up. I know it's extremely hard not to do, but when you check your phone right away and you fill your, your mind with the outside world, you've already taken that opportunity away to put that energy into yourself. It's gone. And if you can make it a habit of yours to wake up in the morning, create a little morning routine for yourself, whatever that morning routine may look like. And then after your morning routine's over and you've filled your cup up, then you can grab your phone and fill your cup up to the outside world. But you cannot give, give, give to other people unless you give, give, give to yourself. And to me, that's why I think morning and night routines are amazing. So to get into my night routine, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's pretty similar to my morning routine. It depends though, because each day is different. I feel like whether it be appointments between working at the law firm or babysitting, there's just so much that goes into my days. So sometimes they end up looking completely different than the next and I'm fine with that. But my night routine always, always, always consists of reading. That's something that I've been trying to implement in my routine, especially if I don't have any other time throughout the day. If you've been following me for a while now, you know I love me a good book. I think reading is so important. There is so much untold knowledge that you can learn behind the wall of a book cover. Imagine that, imagine that. Like Nicki Minaj said, imagine that. I, reading you guys, when I tell you it will transform your life, it will transform your life. Pick up a book and read it. That's my goal for you. I'm not gonna give out homework on this podcast, but I think that's gonna be the only homework assignment I ever give out. Pick up a book, and just finish it. I don't care if, care if it takes you a week. I don't care if it takes you three weeks, three months, three years. Just read a book. Because I promise you, after you read that, ne- that book, you'll be like, okay, this wasn't bad. 
you'll take something away from it and then you go on to the next one. Implement reading into your night routine. Read 10 pages a day. Read 15 pages a day. Read 20 pages a day. Read two pages a day. Don't set yourself back and do not limit yourself because when we grew up, you know, reading was uncool or it wasn't the cool thing to do. Fuck that. Being smart is the cool thing to do. So for my night routine, I love reading before bed, doing a skincare routine, brushing my teeth, just basic hygiene. I feel like when you look good, you feel good and there is nothing better than going to bed to get a good night's rest of sleep and just feeling amazing on the inside and out. I will then do journaling, gratitude or affirmations if my day was just busy and I hadn't gotten around to it in the morning. And one thing that I am trying to currently add into my routine is meditating. I always thought I wasn't good at meditating, but I feel like meditation looks different on everyone. And I'm trying to start with short, like five to 10 minute um, meditation videos that are guided on YouTube right now, which I think has been really helpful versus just trying to do it on my own and timing myself because then it's like constantly I'm peeking one eye out, like looking up the timer, like how has it only been 45 seconds? I feel like my eyes have been closed for 10 minutes and my mind just wanders. I don't know, ADHD brain. Sometimes I feel like my brain is very straightforward and concentrated and then other times I'm in la la land. So meditating is something that I'm really trying to implement in my brain. I am trying to strengthen my brain and meditating has helped me do that. I am learning how to have control over my brain and my mind and when it wanders I'm learning how to guide it back to be just in the present moment. I think a lot of my life I have been living not only in the past but in the future as well and I have been lacking to live in the present moment when that is where I should be at all times. So meditating has really helped me be able to just understand my mind and body more. So I think if you haven't tried meditating, meditating would be something to try. You know, you never know what will work for you if you don't try. Another question that I got is toxic and delusional people. Um, honestly, the only advice I am going to give you is two things. Don't be that toxic and delusional person and don't surround yourself around toxic and delusional people I feel like that's pretty good advice it's kind of straight to the point and straightforward but if you aren't being a toxic individual and you're not surrounding yourself around toxic people and putting yourself in toxic situations you hopefully won't have to deal with toxic and delusional people or situations. I think being delusional is amazing to an extent, and I'm not talking about being delusional like many people probably think I'm talking about. I'm talking about be delusional about your future and the plans for your life. I always say one of my affirmations, I'll just tell you guys, I live in New York City. 
is that me being logical right now in this very moment of my life? Absolutely the fuck not. I don't have New York City money. I would be paying my rent now that I live in an amazing apartment in downtown Minneapolis. I would be living in a box in New York City. But by me telling myself that every day, multiple times a day, I'm not only trying, but I am creating that and making that a reality in my life. So to me, that is being delusional. That's not being delusional in a negative and toxic way. So I'm not saying, oh my gosh, everyone go out and be delusional. No, Kenyatta did not say go out and be delusional. I'm saying be delusional in your ambitions and your dreams and your desires because there is not any goal out there that none of you are able to achieve. You can achieve anything that you put your mind to. So yeah, that's how I'm going to answer that question. Someone asked how Black History Month and how the past affects our present and future. Ooh, okay. I think Black History Month is affecting our present right now and which will more likely affect the future is having people who hold positions of power in this country try and diminish what black people went through many, many years ago in this country and put their own twist onto black American history. I think these people are very powerful and they are not afraid to enact and pass laws that make it harder and harder for black people to live in this country and not just black people, but people of color as well. I think this is an issue that is built off of the racism that this country was founded on. And I think this is going to be um, a very hard issue to finally end end racism. I, unfortunately, since this country was founded on the backs of black people, racism is always going to be here, whether we want it to be or not. And I think it all comes down to learning and understanding the truth of what black people went through and making sure that we are implementing laws and policies in place that protect the lives of black Americans and other people of color in this country. So we do not have to worry about black people getting killed for sport, for example. We currently live in a country that was founded on white people being the superior race and anyone else being less than. And we still have people who don't understand and refuse to understand the truth. And they are stripping these rights away from curriculums in school in 2023. We will never move forward as a country until we face the truth and learn from it. That's all I have to say on that. Someone asked how to be comfortable and confident in themselves. 
Well, that's something I'm definitely still working on, but let me give you a little tips and tricks that have helped me in my life recently. My first tip is believe in yourself. That's it. Believe in yourself. I know it sounds easy, right? But it's something that a lot of us don't do. It's something that I don't always do. And I have to remind myself in moments that, you know what? I am that bitch and I can do this. I can get through anything that my little heart desires. And when I tell myself that, do I always believe it in the moment? No. (laughs) No, I don't. But I'm working on it. And like I said, with affirmations, when we continue to speak positive into our life and in a sense, hype ourselves up, we eventually just start doing that as an automatic response. My second piece of advice is building positive relationships. You are who you surround yourself around. So if you are surrounding yourself around negative people, you are more than likely going to be a negative person and have negative self-talk. But if you are surrounding yourself around positive people and people who are speaking highly of you and themselves, you are more than likely going to do the same in your life. And the last tip of advice is challenge yourself. Do something that makes you uncomfortable. Do something that you don't like doing. Do something that you have fear about. Do something that you just don't want to do. And by doing what you don't want to do, you are challenging yourself and building confidence so that when you perform that task again or encounter that situation again, you will be better equipped to handle that situation to get you through it. Doing things that we don't want to do and doing things that make us uncomfortable will get us to where we want to be in the end. Doing things we don't want to do will give us the future that we want in return. These questions were fun though. I really like doing this. Please send me more. Like I said, I am working on getting that questionnaire up. Hopefully I can have it up later today. So moving forward, next week's episode, it should be smooth sailing. Also, please send me a DM. I will also have a spot on the little questionnaire. If you would like to be featured on an episode, you would love to come talk and give advice to people. Um, Yeah, just let me know. I'm kind of trying to just to get a head count in seeing what I would like to do. I'm in the process, maybe, maybe not, of trying to get a space where I can incorporate video into this podcast so that obviously would drastically, you know, change the course of things. But for now, I'm just kind of trying to get an idea, see what I'm working with, see who is interested, what they would be interested in talking about, um, and just going from there. So with all of that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing Sunday. I hope you have an amazing week. Please find time to reset and rest throughout the week. I don't know what days you guys rest. Mine typically are Sundays just because I do work uh, Monday through Friday, nine to five job. But please find time to rest and reflect and take care of yourself. And I will see you all next week. Bye.